Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the morning toast. Podcast only extravaganza. I am very honored, humbled, and a little afraid of my co-host today. <laughs> I am joined by someone who's just been so in demand here at the Morning Toast. It's so crazy. It's shocking. Shocking. The one and only Snitch is here. Hi, guys. I can't believe we're podcasting right now. Guys, it has <laughs> been a journey, and I just think we should take you along to let you know why I'm not in studio with Ben right now, which is what I promised, which is what will be tomorrow and Wednesday, but things happened. You Things know? change, you know? We're just spontaneous like that. Hashtag life happened. Hashtag life changes by Thomas Rhett, the male artist of the year at the ACM Awards. Which we will get into, of course. Of course. But Margot and I and Ben spent the weekend up in Pennsylvania at Brian, Brian Kelly, TPG, my lover, um, at his house. And it was amazing. Everything of the sort. It was just a really great, well-rounded weekend. Good people, good vibes, good alcohol, good food. And when the time came on Sunday... It wasn't time. It was not our time. We went to drag brunch, which was amazing. Was that your first time seeing drag? No, you know what's so weird is that I went to drag last weekend. You did? I did two in a row, and but last weekend was my first one, and then here I am again. Wait, where? Uh, at Tito Murphy's in the city. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it was really fun, but I will say this one was better. But this was my first time seeing drag since I started watching Drag Race in the pandemic, so I have like such a respect for the art. And we went to this little drag show up here. It was amazing. It was so funny. We were so hungover. And by the time we got back from drag, we were just like, why are we running back to the city? Yeah, no, there's nothing to run home to. So we literally figured out a way for us both to make it work while being in Pennsylvania. We're going to go home today. We just needed more time here. Yeah, and also it's like there's nothing worse than like leaving a party when it's like still going on and also like we had been drinking at that point so like yeah. we we're supposed to go stand in a car for an hour and That's, a half that was the real thing no honestly the real thing was having to pack doing it and shower like, like I just didn't have it I have no regrets about no me neither we woke up here we'll relax we'll have breakfast we'll podcast and then we'll go home on our own accord on our own accord it's so important to do things on your own accord <laughs> I love doing things on my own accord no like, me too and you know what I hate not doing things on my own accord yes how did you know <laughs> <laughs> So Snitch is here to break down the greatest and latest with me. There's a lot going on. We watched the ACM Awards last night. Yes, we did. We watched it with Taylor Strecker, Taylor Donahue, and Brian, who, like, all could not give less of a sh- Actually, Taylor Donahue knows a little bit about yes. country. But, like, just, it was, like, exciting for me to, like, show them. I'm like, that no, we're an encyclopedia of knowledge when it comes to country music? Not only that, I'm like, oh. but country's cool. Yeah, and it's like, good. 
And this is a fabulous award show. Like, look at the gowns, you know? Right. And I think they enjoyed it. Oh, did you? I was going to say, like, most of the performances were pretty underwhelming. Yes. And also, we missed all the best ones in the first 30 minutes. I know, but I watched him on my phone when I got in bed afterwards. okay, fine. Did you? No. I literally went to sleep right away. You did? I was up for an hour. Oh, and I pulled out my neck. Oh, yes. I was, like, running around this bed, like, trying to catch my charger, and I'm, like, leaning over the side of the bed. I flip up. My neck is broken cannot move right cannot move left i don't know how i'm gonna shower i feel like that's just like such a you thing no no i can't just like go on a weekend and not like come back broken yeah yeah i can't even move my neck i'm like looking so no, straight you're at you. looking so straight at me it's making me uncomfortable i'm in so much pain i gotta get home to my muscle relaxers now i'm like okay i gotta get home yeah i get that um i, I, I my just pills. need to get home so i can like just de like compress like I have me and Jackie have that thing where we eat a lot or drink a lot that you just are tender to the touch. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm so tender to the touch that it just it's not right. Can I touch? Yeah. I mean you're not gonna feel it. I feel tender. Ooh, like tender. it hurts me. You look beautiful though. I look disgusting, but thank well, I know you. you know. I haven't washed my hair since Thursday. Mm, I haven't washed mine since Friday. Thursday. Friday. For me. Oh, I thought you were correcting me. How I'm would like, I know you? How the fuck do you know? <laughs> no. Um, so we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. There's a lot of Kardashian news, of course, the ACM awards, and I have a story about Taylor, but I just want to like talk about fearless re-recording. Oh, have we not spoken about it? Not on the podcast. Oh, oh, that's true. Cause I haven't been on it. And people are just dying. Like what is snitches? I mean, I, I am shocked, but not surprised by like how much I loved it just because it's like, I've heard the album before. Like I know the album, but just for some reason, well, I wanted to save this conversation for, like, the fifth story, which is the Taylor story. Okay, so why did you even bring it up? Oh, I was just giving the people, like, a rundown of what's going to happen here Interesting. today. Interesting, okay. Um, you, sorry, <laughs> like, I don't want to cut you off, but I have to save it. We have, a like, a schedule, you Yeah, know? sorry, I forgot. Um, I just wanted to give everyone a rundown, you know? Also, um, we were, like, drunk last night, and Margot doesn't even watch, so I did not watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta, so there is no recap today. And Ben doesn't watch either. Oh, my <laughs> neck. Oh, my God, did you see? I just, like, yeah. oh, fuck. Why'd you do it again? Sorry. Okay. So there won't be any Housewives recaps this week because Ben doesn't watch either, and I'll just wait for Jackie to get back. Also, for those wondering on an update on Jackie, we've spoken to her briefly. She's landed at the facility. She's, She's alive. Gotten, she had dinner there, and she did a tour, and she was sending us pictures, and it's beautiful. And she feels safe, and her room is very nice. So the possibility of her like ending up in like a dungeon is very low now that yes. we've seen the facilities. The grounds are beautiful, and she thanks you all for um, the Your constant support. support. Yes. So, with that said, it is time for the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <sighs> Tell them, Counts. And today's episode is brought to you by Coors Pure. Do you ever feel like living a healthy lifestyle is hard? Yes. Yes, yeah, I, do. I do. Like, you try so hard to keep up with what's considered healthy. You push yourself each day, getting better and better, but it can be overwhelming. Enter Coors Pure. It's organic, but chill about it. The new Coors Pure is a refreshing, simple beer with organic barley, organic hops, and water. At 92 calories and zero sugar, it is the perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life. Coors Pure is all about promoting balance and giving aggressive affirmations to everyday heroes. Whether you got that run in or you just got as far as putting on your running clothes, Coors Pure celebrates you. Coors Pure. It's organic, but chill about it. So I feel like this is actually a great sponsor. One, because love to drink yes. but two like there is like this like really bad habits around drinking oh my and mean. if you can keep your beer organic and healthy i feel like that's a two birds one stone kind of 100%. moment 
Coors, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's, it is delicious. I have it at the house. You haven't had it? No. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I need. Coors Pure is the perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life. So when you want to enjoy a beer without the guilt, reach for Coors Pure. It's organic, but chill about it. Go to CoorsPure.com to see where you can find the Coors Pure. That's C-O-O-R-S. P-U-R-E dot com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Albany, Georgia. Okay. So first story is something we already kind of dove into, but here are the ACM Awards 2021. Oh. Who won? Let's start at the top with the biggest award of the night, which is Entertainer of the Year. The nominees were Luke Bryan, Eric Church, Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett, and Chris Stapleton. And the winner shockingly went to the talentless hack that is <laughs> Luke Bryan. And I'm just like shocked because I thought the ACMs had integrity. Me too. And it's, but here's the thing. It's like, how are you choosing an entertainer of the year in a year when there was no entertainment? No, and like, if I were to be choosing an entertainer of the year in a year where there was no entertainment, I might choose the person who wrote literally the most beautiful song about what we were all going through called Six Feet Apart by Luke Combs. I mean, I thought Luke Combs had won. We both screamed. screamed. We just heard them say Luke, and I didn't even realize Luke Bryan is so fucking irrelevant. Like, yeah, literally. I'm like, really? This guy, he sings a song, play it again, play it again, play it, play it, play it again, play it again. Margarita to Margarita, three Margarita shot. They're not deep at all, and I'm like, really? This is who you really want to be the face? I mean, he let, is a, Let me play devil's advocate for yes, a second. Yes, I know what you're Because I've always thought this, and I agree with you, but when we were at Stagecoach, and Luke Bryan was the headliner, and we were like, ugh, Luke Bryan, like, really? I have to say, he thoroughly entertained us. We had an amazing time. He's a very good performer. That's not at all what I thought you were going to say. Oh. What I thought you were going to say American is... American Idol? Yeah, a feeling I have about him and Blake Shelton, even though I feel like both of them are really, like, subpar musicians. I love Blake I, Shelton. At this point, I love his personality, and I love Luke Bryan's personality on American Idol. So I think they both do a good job for representing country music in mainstream media. Mm-hmm. And for that, he might be deserving of a nomination. But like at the end of the day, Entertainer of the Year should be about the music, the the lyrics. And I actually would have chosen any person on this list. I agree. Like Chris Stapleton. I wouldn't have been mad at Eric Church Mm-mm. because he obviously deserves it. I would not have been mad at Chris Stapleton because he definitely deserves it. I wanted Luke Combs and like Thomas Rhett I don't like die for but I would have put him before Luke Bryan. And Thomas Rhett has been growing on me with his new music. Me too. He tried really hard to be like a pop star and I was hating, hating him. It. And now I'm like having a hard time unhating him. No, his. I think his new music will do it for you on its own. Just give it time. I will be listening to it. Okay. Alright, next up was Female Artist of the Year. Which, again, you're right. Like, in, in retrospect, it's like none of them and all of them because nothing happened this year. No, exactly. Kelsey Ballerini, Miranda Lambert, Ashley McBride, Maren Morris, and Carly Parse were all nominated. And Maren Morris won. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, I would have loved to have seen, seen an Ashley McBride moment because I mean, I've been trying to get you to respect her and you just don't. I, no, I respect her. Like, I'm just, like, not obsessed with her. You should be. Okay. What did you think of the performance you saw last night of Martha Divine? Martha Divine. Yeah, that was good. Martha Divine. See, I know her music. You No, no. And also, One Night Standards. One Night Standards. Okay, you only know, like, the little clips they played. <laughs> like, you need to listen to it, Margaret. I'm telling you, it's so good. You would die okay, for I'll it. I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it. Also, not bad for a girl going nowhere. Do you know that song? No. Stunning. Like, okay. just trust me. Okay. Then for Male Artist of the Year, Darks Bentley, Luke Holmes, Eric Church, Thomas Rhett, Chris Stapleton. So explain to me how... I know what you're going to say. No, explain to me this. Ready? Mm-hmm. Luke Bryan won Entertainer of the Year, but he wasn't even nominated in the Male Artist of the Year category. It doesn't really... How does that work? How can you be the Entertainer of the Year but not even be in a contender for Male Artist of the Year? Yeah, I mean, I don't really understand. I never really understood that. 
Because it's like, if you're the male artist of the year, then you're the entertainer of the right. year. So when Thomas... If there's only men nominated. Right. Yeah. So when Thomas Rhett won, I was like, oh, he's obviously entertainer of the year. Because you can't be the male artist of the year, but not the entertainer of the year. Uh-huh. No fucking sense. I would have literally preferred anyone else on this list to win. Eric Church, Luke Holmes, Chris Stapleton. Maybe not Dirk Bentley. I don't know why Thomas Rhett won here. I, I don't know why he won, but I, like, don't really care. Like, it didn't, uh, it didn't upset me like Luke Bryan has upset me. It, this didn't upset me either, but Luke Holmes was so disrespected last night that that upset me. That upset me. That upset me. Yeah. <laughs> that, that upset me. me. <laughs> Duo of the year went to Dan and Shay. Ugh. I know. But you know what? The only other person on here who I think should have win would wow it's actually crazy like there's like no, no women anywhere like it's Maddie actually was one they're right? one like I love them I love them too but they're not huge no. like when you compare them to Florida George Line Dan and Shay bro- Brothers Osborne should have won absolutely that's all I came here to say yeah absolutely and I love TJ Osborne so much like every time he came on screen I just wanted to like literally cry and give him a hug no I know group of the year went to Old Dominion which I'm Thrilled about. Yeah. And by the way, they I, th- I think they always win. Um, I think Little Big Town always wins. Ugh, oh, my God. I know. And their performance was, like, so lackluster. <laughs> it was so chaotic. It was chaotic. Like, in the street with the strobe lights and the band. It was too much. And the walking. I can't. That's weird that they... I didn't ever realize this. The ACM has new artists of the year. Two categories. Female and male. Okay. Female was Gabby Barrett, which I think is really By the deserving. Way, as she said, who else was nominated? Really good people. So Ingrid Andres, who was like nominated for Grammys. Yeah. She might have maybe should have won. Maybe. Also Mickey Guyton, who like I oh, die for. Die for. And the fact that she performed a song that wasn't Black Like Me was such a missed opportunity. <laughs> and it was still really good, but it wasn't what it could have been powerfully, you know? I agree. But I did actually she made me a bigger fan because it was a song I didn't know and I liked it. And she did a really good job hosting when hosting is literally the worst gig ever. Like it's you so were, awkward. Everyone hates you and you're just like awkward and weird. Yeah. And no matter what, how good you do, people will say you did bad. Yes. Also, Tennille Arts was nominated in that category. Just, she was up against too many better people. Yeah. New Male Artist of the Year was Jimmy Allen. I feel like he's not new. Um, and none of the other nominees really... Um, do you know them? Like, I do. Like, Hardy. But he's, like... Is he new? N- the new categories are so weird. So weird. Album of the Year went to Starting Over by Chris Stapleton, which oh, is so fair. so good. By the way, I can't believe I didn't watch prior to this because I forgot, but I saw that... Um, Chris Stapleton sing Maggie's song with Miranda Lambert. Tell everyone, Margo. Okay, so Maggie's song is about Chris Stapleton's dog named Maggie, <laughs> who died. And it's about, like, him, di- her dying. I and can't. if you don't know, I have a dog named Maggie. So that song traumatized me. No, Margo literally has to go to therapy every time <laughs> she listens to that song. But so I guess they sing it, which, by the way, why are you singing that? So sad. And, um, and I wanted to hear... Um, but he was supposed to sing with his wife as he normally does, but she, her sister was having a baby. So she couldn't come. So then Miranda Lambert stepped in at the last minute. I live for him and his wife. Like they just don't fucking waver. Like they just are so solid. So solid. And also like just so private and so quiet, but then like just rock stars. Rock stars. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, single of the year was, I hope you're happy now by Carly Pars and Lee Bryce. And I thought this was interesting that this was an all-female category, and the one that won was the one with the man featured. Yeah, that's an interesting point. When, like, The Bones, Bluebird, I love that song, I Hope You're Happy Now, but I feel like I'm the only one. No, you're not. Okay. Also, important to note that Luke Holmes wrote it, so there was a tiny win for him last night. Song of the Year was The Bones, that didn't surprise anyone, and then all the other categories were lame and boring. Um, But overall, I thought it was, like, a decent show, 
Country does remote award shows better than any other award Agreed. show. So it's never boring. I thought Keith Urban and Mickey Guyton did a good job. And they had a lot of tech issues. Uh, big time. Like when Carly Parse and Lee Bryce won I Hope for I Hope You're Happy Now, they put up on the screen I Hope by Gabby Ballard. Yep. So we were thinking, like, did somebody press the wrong I Hope? Or was I Hope really supposed to win and they read the wrong thing on the card? By the way, but I think that with country music, they wouldn't fix it. Yeah, right. No, they, like, okay. No, what we learned last night at the ACMs after Luke Bryan won is that there's no integrity. No, there's no integrity. Also, like, the ACMs, like, what's the point of having them when we have the CMAs? Well, you could say the same thing about, like, you know, uh, literally American Music Awards, Billboard Music Awards, plus the Grammys. There's, like, 75. Oh, that's true. And I don't mind because I'd like to have more. But I think that ACMs are... The CMAs hold more weight. Oh, I was going to say the opposite. No way. You think? No way. Yeah, CMAs are like the Grammys of of con- country music. Oh, man, I always thought it was like the CMAs. No. Yeah, it is the CMAs, thanks. Sorry, the ACMs. <laughs> Can someone weigh in? Like, what is a more prestigious award? It's definitely the CMAs. You think? Yes. Oh, man, I'm shocked. Okay, well, keeping up with the music news... From Billboard, Taylor Swift re-recorded Fearless album, debuts at number one on the Billboard 200 chart with the year's biggest week. She's the first woman with three new number one albums in less than a year. More than 12 years after Taylor Swift notched her first number one album on the Billboard 200 chart with her second studio set Fearless, she's back on top of the list with a re-recorded version of the album. The new set is her ninth number one and it scores the biggest week of 2021 for any album. It launches with 291,000 equivalent album units earned in the U.S. In, okay, whatever. Fearless went I mean, number of one. Of course it did. Let's talk about it. Do you think all of her re-recordings are going to go number one? The thing is, is like, I won't, but I feel like people might start to get Taylor Swift fatigued. Yeah. Because it's just like a lot from one person. And like people, especially like celebrities get like so overexposed and people get like tired of them. So I just hope she doesn't become like, people don't get annoyed by her. Yeah. Because it's just like a lot. It's like evermore, folklore, fearless, everything, everything. It's like a lot in one year. I'm living for it. Yeah, of course. But everyone might not be. No, yeah. That makes sense. I, but I, I mean, like, it only makes sense for all of them to go number one. Well, yeah. As they should. So what I was going to say is, sorry, my <laughs> leg is asleep. I'm literally dying. Um, what I was going to say is that I feel like Fearless even, Theo you know, literally move, sleeping wow. on the mic. <laughs> Can you move him? Yeah, like, it's not going to work for us. Theo, sorry, we're, like, recording here. Um, what I was going to say is that I feel like Fearless isn't even her most popular album. I know. So I feel like. If that one went, would you guys, I don't know if you guys can hear. This is like such a facocked fucking recording. Magnolia is wailing in the other room. Margot put her in her crate while we recorded. Oh my god! And she's normally not like this, but she's been super rambunctious this morning. I also think she hears our voices, so she's like, "Oh, these fuckers didn't leave. They just locked me in a cage." This is what she does um, when we record the Snatchler. Oh, and it's just like not like Snatchler listeners. It, they'll know. I feel like people can't hear it actually. No, no. Um, but I just wanted to use this article as like a launching pad to just hear your thoughts on the yes. re-recording. I mean, honestly, like, I wasn't expecting to really, like, not, like, care, but, like, love it as much as I did in the sense of, like, it's the only thing I can listen to. Yeah. And I just wasn't seeing that for myself. That's so great. And I just really am rediscovering how good some of her songs are. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, like the way I loved you, like, I always knew it was good, but, like, no, it's fantastic. Change, mm-hmm. like, just re-appreciating yeah. these songs. And then even, I love, like, Mr. Perfectly Fine. Is so good. Is so good. It's just, like, when you have so much music, how, like, I forget that there are so many of these songs. Like, I loved them 10 years ago, but now that I'm giving 
I've been given this like opportunity on a silver platter from Taylor Swift to like spend time in my 20s reliving the music of my teens. It's so, it's so nostalgic. It's so nostalgic. It's so wonderful. And I'm just curious because Jackie and I spoke a little bit about like what are your thoughts on the fact that like mostly everything remains unchanged? Are you happy about it? I think it makes complete sense because the reason we can't forget that the reason why she re-recorded is so that she would like own these songs. So it's like when any, anyone wants to go listen to Love Story by Taylor Swift, they go to the Taylor's version because that's a love story that they know. Yeah. Not like a different, do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. You have to recreate, if you want to like capture the hearts of everyone again, you have to recreate what exactly. made everyone love it. I'm, completely in agreement so as much as i wanted her to like you know do some tour versions yeah what i think she should do and will do like fearless didn't really have too many tour versions Mm -hmm. didn't make sense but like for a red or a 1989 i think that she'll release both like how she did the forever and always piano version too yeah i think she's gonna do tour version plus regular if there's not an out of the woods tour version i just want to let you know like i will be driving up to miss swift's house and camping outside with a big ass poster board that says let me in i need to talk to you or let me let in. me in that's let what i was thinking too the tiktok sound let me in please me and margo this whole weekend are just like tiktok sounds and everyone around us is like what Does are these not crackheads up to um no you'll sit outside with a poster that says sydney literally like that's all she needs to know i'm so what, are, what do you think is next and which album are you most excited for i don't know why she wouldn't go in order well she already didn't go in order because the debut album was missed so i do we know that she's doing that? I don't know. It's like, to be honest, I don't really need it. No, I don't need it. I, I think she just is skipping it. Okay. And Because maybe, like, that wasn't part of the big machine. Like, that might have been... No, it was. Like, all the albums are. Oh. No, I think that she, I would like to believe she's going in order, mainly just because I need Speak Now. I, I do don't th- want 1989 right now. I want Speak Now. I would literally give my left titty, which is bigger than my right one, for 1989, but I'd also be really happy with Speak Now, and I do think it's going to be Speak Now. Me too. I think it just makes the most sense. Well, we're happy for her for, you know, you know that these milestones mean a lot to her, like hitting number one, getting the Grammy. So some artists don't care about those accolades, but Taylor's made it abundantly clear, like through her documentary and all of her different platforms, that this stuff is really important to her. Yeah. So all these, like whatever Billboard's saying, she's, you know, the first person to have three number one albums. In under, that's fucking nuts. In under a year with Folklore Evermore and Fearless. So And like, not to compare, but I'm going to compare it. Like Ariana Grande, remember, she released both Thank You Next and Sweetener, and they both went number one. It's like, oh my God, nobody who could ever beat that. Are you always pitting women against each other no 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 just, I, I i just think <laughs> i just think it's important um distinction. distinction no but i i'm constantly pitting women against each other here on the show and um I, i'm not doing it on purpose does that go over well for you no i just think it's important like for reference <laughs> no just reference sorry there's so many women just killing it. also like, i like because i do think i keep up with like any male artists and their records right, besides no. luke holmes but right. like no, so this is just, like, a big deal for Taylor. Um, we're really happy for her. We love you. Um, if you ever want to come on the toast, just, like, you know. Imagine. All right. Next up, I just... Uh, I'm going to dive into another story, but I also want to let everyone know that today's episode is also brought to you by Stamps.com. Let's face it. Taking trips to the post office is probably not how you want to spend your time. That's why I recommend mailing and shipping online with Stamps.com. They allow you to mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. Send letters, ship packages, and pay a lot less with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. Stamps.com brings the service of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. It is a must-have for any business, whether you're a small office sending out invoices, an online seller shipping out orders, or even giant warehouses sending thousands of packages a day. Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, 
any class of mail anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. And with Stamps.com, you get discounts up to 40% off post office rates and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. It is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. It's no wonder nearly a million small businesses already use Stamps.com. Stop wasting your time going to the post office and go to Stamps.com instead. There's no risk, and with our promo code TOAST, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in TOAST. That's Stamps.com, promo code TOAST. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Okay, next story, want to issue a slight trigger warning because we are going to be talking about eating disorders, bulimia. Um, I don't know if you've seen this story, but it is so weird, and I'm dying to hear your opinion on it. Demi Lovato calls out an L.A. frozen yogurt shop for selling sugar-free options. Big chill. Yes. How do you know? I just said... Wait, what? You don't know the story, but you knew the frozen yogurt place? Yeah, because everyone's obsessed with the Big Chill because it's, like, literally, like, like zero sugar, like, zero calories and tastes like fucking frozen yogurt. Really? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Okay. So, this is not my words. This is page six's words. Demi Lovato needed to take a big chill pill. The Dancing with the Devil singer blasted a Los Angeles-based frozen yogurt shop, The Big Chill, for carrying sugar-free varieties, saying it was triggering for her as a woman recovering from an eating disorder. She posted an Instagram story, like, all black with just text. Finding it extremely hard to order Froyo from at the Big Chill official when you have to walk past tons of sugar-free cookies slash other diet foods before you get to the counter, she wrote on her Instagram story. Do better, please. She also added the hashtag, hashtag diet culture vultures. The Big Chill wasn't sweet on the critique and later defended itself on the shop's Instagram story, and they tagged the star, writing, We carry items for diabetics, celiac disease, vegan, and of course, we have many indulgent items as well. The Sorry Not Sorry singer, who has been candid about her battle with bulimia, also shared her direct messages with The Big Chill on her story. So they were like going back and forth. Oh my God. And Demi screenshotted them and posted them. They responded to her, We are not diet culture vultures. Diet Vulture, sorry. We cater to all of our customers' needs for the past 36 years. We are sorry you found this offensive. Unwilling to relent in her criticism, Lovato said her experience there was triggering and awful. She wrote this whole thing. She said, your service was terrible, so rude. The whole experience was triggering and awful. You carry things for other people while also caring about... Oh, you can carry things for other people while also caring for another percentage of your customers who struggle daily just to even step foot in your store. But didn't they say they have indulgent things as well? You can find a way to provide an inviting environment for all people with different needs. Going back and forth. They stopped answering her because... I mean, it's... Then she wrote again. She's she came up with no. some she came up with some marketing suggestions and sent them the way the way of the frozen yogurt shop. I was thinking maybe it would help. <laughs> sorry, maybe it would help if you made it more clear that the sugar free options and vegan options are for that. Labeling the snacks for celiacs or vegans or diabetes when it's not super clear, the messaging gets confusing. And being in LA is really hard to distinguish from diet culture versus health needs. I think clearer messaging would be more beneficial for everyone. You aren't wrong for catering to many different needs, but it's it's about not excluding one demographic to cater to the others. They stopped answering her. She was just going on and on. They left her on red. And I, um, I was really shocked by this story. I get what she's saying in the end, the marketing part. It's like, if that's what it's for, like, you could say that. But I just, I feel like there's not a difference between, like, Big Chill and, like, Tasty Delight. No, no, no. I have so many things to say. <laughs> First of all, I just want to say, like, 
I don't in any way want to discredit the fact that like Demi Lovato walked into a frozen yogurt shop and was triggered by, you know, the trauma of her past because that's very real. But I also think she needs to read the room a little bit. Like this, you're a megastar in the middle of a pandemic publicly shaming a local business. Yeah. That's probably like barely staying afloat. Yep. And I just think like there are a million and one ways you could have handled this situation. And Demi Lovato woke up and chose the worst one. Yeah, I agree. And then also it's like, I don't, it's like, it's different if they were like marketing is like, eat our, eat our, um, ice cream to lose weight. Right. You know, but no, like, it's just, not it. they have this basket of cookies. I saw the picture and it was like, you know, guilt-free cookies. And I'm not a proponent of diet culture at all. I'm actually very against it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, to be honest, and that might be an unpopular opinion, but I think that like, this was a really weird hill that Demi chose to die on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't um, endorse it in any way. And I think it's actually really out of touch of her. Me too. To like disparage. And, Not like, even, and she like, didn't stop. Down. Yeah. She didn't stop. Like berating them nonstop. It's one thing to post one story, which I wouldn't even agree with, but nonstop. Like, yeah. Come on. Like, yeah. Take it a big chill pill. Like, for real. No, it ain't right. I just thought this was so weird. And I follow her so i was like seeing these stories go down i'm like what the fuck is going on i'm like this is an alternate universe type of shit yeah yeah, yeah. no that is so random like if you would have told me that demi lovato and the big chill would be in a fight beefing hilarious so again not discrediting the fact that like she definitely like was triggered by that i just think it's like the girl like response was was so extra yeah read the room Okay, next up. Chris Evans responds to Lizzo's drunk DM and her reaction is perfect. Oh my god, I love this story. Do you follow Lizzo on TikTok? I don't I don't follow actually I might, I don't know, but she just always comes up. Me too. I follow her and she has such good content. So Lizzo was proving she's the real superhero after Chris Evans responded to her flirty DM. A day after posting a TikTok video revealing that she sent the 39-year-old Knives Out star um, a DM, the she's now celebrating the fact that Chris has indeed responded. So she said, no shame in drunk DMing, God knows who. I've done worse things on this app, LOL. He sent Lizzo, according to the video she posted, which is below. So she's been chronicling this whole thing on um, TikTok. It's been so funny. And he, I wonder if he responded because like her TikTok. Right, because her TikTok like made so much news. By the way, yes. Because, by the way, her DM to... 100% 100% because her DM to him was like random emojis. Yeah. It wasn't about DMing someone. Right. But her her TikTok was about being drunk and DMing celebrities. So then his response is being about that. So it's, yeah, because he said, no shame in a yeah. drunk DM kissy face emoji. God knows I've done worse on this app, LOL. Face palm emoji. Yeah. Um. Okay, like, what if they started dating? And like, it all Isn't started... He, is he single? Yeah. He is? Who does he date? I don't know. I always get him confused. Oh my God, Margo, don't even start. Is, is that woman, Jamie... Wait, what? Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Dornan? No, 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 no. It's a woman. Wait, you get Chris Evans confused with a no, girl? No, Slate. Jamie Slate. Shit, what is it? Jenny. <laughs> Jenny Slate. Oh, they used to date. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, that's, okay. that's him. But me and Jackie, I can't, the toasters are going to kill me if I bring this up again. Okay. Me and Jackie can never figure out who's Chris Evans, who's Chris Pine. And there's also another one in there. Chris Hemsworth? No, we know him. Yeah. We know Miley's ex-boyfriend's brother, for yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. Um... But no, I believe, according to a very quick Google search, he is currently single. Oh. Um, and he's also like, now that I'm on TikTok, like Gen Z is obsessed with him. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. I've gotten to that. It's because of Marvel. Can I say something like kind of crazy? Are you say he's not hot? He's handsome for sure, but I don't think he's like, you know, cream your pants, like everyone dies for him. No, I think he's so beautiful. He kind of like, you know, he's handsome for sure. <laughs> Why? No, he like, I'm just looking at this picture of him and like, maybe I'm hungover, but like. 
What? I'm just not getting like what everyone's getting. Do you see? No. Is that a bad picture of him? I mean, it's not the greatest, but it's still a good photo. You know who he looks like? Who? TJ Osborne. But you love TJ Osborne. Yeah, but TJ Osborne's hot as hell. Like, they just kind of look like. No, I'm not saying he's ugly. Like, what? He's. I just, I'm like, this is the guy that everyone's dying over. I just don't necessarily see it. I understand. Especially, like, if I'm going to think of Chris Evan versus Chris Pine, Chris Pine is way hotter. I can't even, I can't, um... Picture who Chris Chris Pine Pine is. is. Yeah. No, welcome to the morning toast. Like, (laughs) we literally cannot figure it out. But I'm really happy for Lizzo. Um, I'm glad she got a response. It's always awkward when you don't. I know. And, you know, Lizzo's just been, like, so funny recently. And I feel like her TikToks are really making a lot of waves and news. Also, I didn't want to talk about this, but really quickly, did you see that Chrissy Teigen returned to Twitter? Yes. It's been three weeks? If that. And she made, like, a whole stink about leaving Twitter, and now she came back. And honestly... She's starting to annoy me. Starting? No, me and Jackie have figured out. I'm getting the vibe that you don't listen to the podcast, like, ever. I know. Okay, you don't. Just confirming that? Only when you call me a bitch, yeah. Oh, my God. Fucking snitches in your DMs. Okay. So, me and Jackie came to the conclusion, like, a year ago, that, like, Chrissy Teigen actually is not annoying. The media makes her out to be so annoying. It's like, she'll just go about her day posting on social media. And and BuzzFeed writes... 1,000 articles about how it's like a most life-changing recipe. I understand. So we're like, you know what? We need to back off because it's really not her. It's the machine. I take that back. Like, that is wild behavior. Like, making a whole... She literally had a funeral, like, for her Twitter. Like, all these tweets and then, you know, how emotional it is. And three weeks later, she's back. Like, you just tortured us. Like, Yeah, no. Also, like, I think anybody could have guessed that she was going to come back. So she- I wouldn't have. She made such a big ordeal. Yeah. She literally, like... It's crazy. Like, I don't have Twitter. I've never had Twitter. Like, I don't feel that for Twitter. Yeah. At all. No, I... There's a special, like, deep pocket of hatred in my heart for Twitter and everyone who's ever had success on Twitter. I wonder why. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, okay, so that was our fourth story. Fifth and final is going to be a little Kardashian news. Ooh. Brought to you by ZipRecruiter. If you're a business owner who's hiring, you probably face a lot of challenges when it comes to finding the right person. There's not enough applicants with the right skills or experience. So many resumes to sort through, but you also need to hire as soon as possible. Hiring can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can post your job to some random job board, but then all you can do is hope that the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Toast. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, it gets sent out to over 100 top job sites with just one click. Then ZipRecruiter's matching technology finds people with the right skills and experience for your job, and they actively invite them to apply. In fact, ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. It's no wonder over 2.3 million businesses have come to ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. So while other companies overwhelm you with way too many options, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for, the needle in the haystack. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at this web address, ziprecruiter.com slash toast. Once again, go to this unique link, which is ziprecruiter.com slash T-O-A-S-T. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I have used ZipRecruiter for freelance things, for when I was on tour. It's so easy, and they really do get you great results in a day sometimes faster so it's worth your time check it out ziprecruiter.com slash toast fifth and final story is something that shook us to our fucking core yesterday Courtney Kardashian yeah Courtney Kardashian's boyfriend Travis Barker shares naughty birthday tribute Travis Barker wished his girlfriend of several months Courtney Kardashian a happy 42nd birthday with a PDA filled wardrobe wardrobe PDA filled tribute 
I don't know why I said the word wardrobe. I'm so sorry. Like I said, my neck hurts and I'm hungover. Um, All right. Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. On Sunday, April 18th, the Blink-182 musician posted a very naughty tribute to his girlfriend for her 42nd birthday. He posted on his Instagram page several photos of him and the Keeping Up with the Kardashian star making out and showing other types of PDA, as well as a video of her sucking his thumb suggestively before falling back and laughing. Courtney liked his post and he captioned it, I fucking love you, black heart emoji, you're a blessing to this world, happy birthday, Courtney Kardashian. So let me start off by saying, since um, you've made it abundantly clear that you do not listen to this podcast. Have you listened to this Nashler? All the time. Really? Yeah. Sure. I swear. No, you don't. I swear. You're literally the biggest Counts. liar. I swear I listen to chunks of every episode. It's my job. Like TNN, I literally listen. And also, I like The Bachelor, so like I obviously listen to the recap. So uh-huh. don't fucking start with me. Me and Jack are always talking about it on the toast if you ever fucking listen to it. Okay. <laughs> are you okay? No, I'm literally, my neck is broken. Like <laughs> I'm on the struggle bus 2010, okay? Okay. I just wanted to say, like, before we dove in, that I, up until this point, have been, like, obsessed with, with, with this couple. Like, oh, I haven't. I think that they're perfect. I just have been, like, loving how, like, Courtney's acting so, like, you know, free and whatever. This is a little too free for me. Yeah, no, no, no. That video. Also, if you didn't see it, it's just important to know. It's not like they're, like, walking and she's sucking his finger. Like, they're laying on a bed. His finger is, like, where his... PP is. It's like from the POV of someone getting a blowjob. Literally. And when I first saw it, and I think when we passed it around the room, like, when everyone first saw it, you literally thought for one second it was Kourtney Kardashian sucking, Sexy. It, sucking a dick. Yeah. yeah. So, it was like an optical illusion, and I'm glad that she's, like, feeling free and fun. Um, it just did gross me out a little bit. It's just a lot of weirdness for someone who's, you know, made... Normally so reserved. Not only that, for, like, the last few years has really pushed on keeping up with, her, keeping up with the Kardashians, like, wanting to live a much more, like, private life. life. And I don't know, just, like, putting a thumb-sucking video is not, like, the private life I envisioned for Kourtney Kardashian. No. And, like, he definitely, like, asked her if he could post it, right? Yeah, of course, she liked the post, therefore approving the concept. Yeah. The direction. The creative direction. The creative direction. So, I'm shook. Um, I think the world was shook. And I said to Jackie, I'm like, I'm so obsessed with them. I don't ever want to be, like, not obsessed with them because I actually think they're a really good couple. And I think I've gotten to the point where I'm not obsessed with them. I'm sorry. And I I never wanted that for myself, like, ever. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, like, that always happens. I know. It's inevitable. Like, I used to remember how much I used to love Dan and Shay. Yeah, yeah, I do. Like, obsessed. Now what are your thoughts? Now I can't stand them. Yeah. Their music is just not what it was. It's like, it's one too many, like, lame pop songs for me. I should probably go to bed. Yeah. It's it's the pop songs for me. It's the pop songs for me. I agree. Um, so back to Courtney. I'm happy that she's happy, but I'm, like, getting less obsessed. And that upsets me because the other pictures in the slideshow were really so cute. So cute. And they were, like, a little PDA, but they're cute. Like, they're, they're... Tasteful. They're obviously, like, a freaky couple. Yeah. And they've made that very clear. And I'm happy for them. This one video took it way too far. And, Stop. like, it really... Like, I thought about it all day. Like, it grossed me out. I thought about it all day after I saw it. Okay, well, we'll keep you abreast on the Kravis of it all. Kravis? Is that their name? That's what I saw, like, people saying on Instagram. Is uh, that not it? I, I No, I haven't seen anything. Kravis. I think it's cute. Okay. It sounds like Kravitz. Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, we'll keep you abreast on the whole Courtney and Travis situation. Um, happy for them. 
Happy for them. Know that I am. Know that I am. Um, so that's our episode. Is there anything you wanted to share with the um, toasters like before we bounced? Like more life updates? Like anything? I wish I had a life update. Everyone <laughs> always thinks I'm like being so sneaky. It's like you're secretly married. Oh, I wish. <laughs> no. Um, no. You know, I'm just being the snatcher. Being snitchy. Being snitchy. And how has it been being snitchy? It's been like pretty great. I feel like the most myself I ever have. That's great. I, you I have, think it's my haircut. You also like went through it in the pandemic like oh, from yeah. an emotional <laughs> mental standpoint yes and we saw some of that unraveling on your social media and that's why i had to stop it and are you doing better like yeah i'm way better and i'm also just way more aware of like my feelings in the sense of like if i'm feeling anxious or depressed like i i can recognize it and then like act swiftly mm-hmm. as opposed to letting myself spiral and you're now like almost a year into therapy yes and it's helped it's helped it's just like I don't know what it, like people, like some people like die for therapy, but like Mm -hmm. when I know that I have therapy, like it gives me anxiety because it's like, it gives me a pick. So I'm like, ugh, I have to like go unpack everything that's happened in the past two weeks or whatever. We have to talk about all that. We have to like talk about, but then once, once it's done, I just feel like a weight's been lifted. Is there like, you feel like a visible difference in how you feel before and after therapy? Oh my God. Yeah. Hmm. Did you not have that? No. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm really on the struggle bus with therapy. I understand. I think it's about finding the right person, which is what everybody says. But like, how many times do you want to have to unload on? Yes. Somebody? So I've done it twice already, and yeah. it's like I have to go start again. No, I agree. It's exhausting to like give the download. Like also the, Hi. the first one is the worst one. Yep. Trying to tell ever someone like all the major things that like just make you and there's okay. so many. Yeah, of course. So much trauma. So much trauma to unpack. So I yeah, doing it like multiple times. It's it's exhausting. Okay, well, thank you for being brave and talking about your story. Oh, yeah. Anything else you want to promote, share, like... Listen to the snaps or follow me on Instagram. I, like, haven't gotten more followers in, like, a year. Oh, no, you guys. We must ameliorate that situation uh, immediately. Ameliorate it. Uh, no, that's it. Love you guys. Love you. Thank, thank you, Counts. I know you're, like, a busy queen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we appreciate you coming here and giving us your royal expertise because... I'm just so royal. We're so not worthy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. How are they going to be watching it on YouTube? Margo, it's just like the phrase I say when okay. it's over. I have to start over. <laughs> <laughs> We're also available as a podcast. Anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us the Morning Toast and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning... And smart we are. Thank you so much, you guys. Have an amazing Monday. Don't let the Monday blues get you down. We're back tomorrow in studio with me and Ben, boy with no job. I promise we actually will be there tomorrow. Bye.